live from an from an NFT of the flaming wreckage of a 1994 Pavlovo bus somewhere in Ukraine. It's a pre-post-war edition of Biz Nuggets. Am I I'm joined to- not by Damien Rollins. I am not Damien Rollins. You're not? Are you Damien Rollins? No, I don't think so. Damien Rollins... Damien Rawls is currently under a donut somewhere um, in, uh, un, near the Mass Pike in no, Boston. No, 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 no. Right? He said donuts are only for Maine. Maine has amazing donuts. No, he can't get donuts anywhere else. You don't understand. It's literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by Emma increasing tensions lurking. And I it. am an oil price spike. <laughs> yeah, you are. In today's... I am. And t- today's remote operated bag of biz nuggets called February 23rd, 2022. Why your Robin Hood account loves bombs. U.S. women soccer players finally get the lip service they deserve. And a new segment that I invented called Business Leaders Take a Dump in the Toilet of Leadership featuring the new Peloton CEO, Barry McCarthy. Are you ready to dive right in? I'm right very now. excited for this last segment. Let's let's get to that one. It's really the best part of everything. <laughs> I don't know why I put it last. But let's start with our Business Pants Biz War Investor Report. If you haven't seen the news, apparently everyone is at war with Russia or... Everyone is at war with Ukraine or Ukraine stole Putin's trike and won't give it back. I don't know. There's a war going on. It seems like we're all going to die. After four years of Trump giving Putin enough time to plan his birthday party, Mm. the party's finally on. They're (laughs) finally doing it. It's happening in Ukraine as we speak. The markets have not been totally thrilled about it either. The S&P is down 4% in the last five days, 10% since the January high, which is, quote, you're going to see this everywhere, correction territory. I don't A like correction. It. That's what they're calling it. It's a correction as tensions have escalated. Um, even though your 401k has now been, quote, corrected, because I guess it was wrong before, yeah, and now it's know. correct, by Putin. Thanks, Putin, for Thank correcting you. us. The The business news does want you to know that it gets better. The business news has been a slew of wartime PSAs. Here are some choice nuggets from the business news to reassure you that going to war with a nuclear power that spends most of its time hacking into your kids' 529 plans (laughs) is actually good for your stock portfolio if only you had one. Are you ready for this? We're going to go. There's five of these that I think are genius. I'm really excited about this. First up. Yeah. This is a learning moment. Are you prepared to learn? No. This is a learning moment. First up from the... No, I'm never prepared. No. From the New York Times, Jeff Summer. Quote, the Cold War was destructive and debilitating for vast populations, but it was an excellent period for stock investors. Oh, phew. There you go. There you have it. Thank God. As long as my Robinhood crypto holdings will be okay. It's just destructive and debilitating for vast populations but great for it's us such Who an cares? efficient way of invalidating the mass human suffering that war causes thank you thank you oh but wait there's more Sweet. hold that thought because <laughs> from andrew van dam of washington post quote most americans are significantly better off financially now than they were before the pandemic began new bank account data shows there is a dot 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 here there's an ellipses 
but there are signs that low-income families are beginning to fall behind. Whew. Apparently, war does not look like it's going to dent rich Americans' increased spending on dining out and flying on vacation. <laughs> as long as the poorsies stay poorsy, we're all good, right? Basically, war, really, no war, no one cares. They're so successfully missing the point. It's crazy. No one cares. No one cares. Don't don't confuse me with your points, not <laughs> points. No one Sorry. cares. Sorry. From Investor Business Daily... Yeah, that's a thing. I'm yeah, pretty sure, yeah. actually, um, Investor Business Daily must compete with other magazines like Investor Investing News and you could Business Stuff. You could switch around all three of those words and make like eight different publications, you know? <laughs> Daily Business Investor. Yep. <laughs> business Investor Daily. Yep, yep. It's all the same. It's all the same. But here's what they say. <laughs> Quote, defense stocks surged amid rising tensions between Russia and Ukraine as the rest of the market fell. That just feels so, like I could have said that, you know? I'm not sure why. How I'm is not, it a headline if I can listen. say it? Are you a writer for Investor Business Business Pants Daily? Apparently I could be are, if this then... is the headline that they're putting out. I don't know. I could do that. All they're saying basically is if you are worried about impending world war, uh -huh. uh, they suggest adding to your portfolio something like Boeing, a company full of cronies that crashes planes professionally. Just add that to your portfolio. Problem solved. World War is good for your investments. Okay. Great to know. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, also <laughs> from Cliff Hodge, the chief investment officer of Cornerstone Wealth. Quote, Investors should put together their shopping list as there are some interesting opportunities to begin to pick through the wreckage. I don't like that. That's right. Do not like Cliff that. Cliff Hodge, ready to pick through the wreckage. Actually, I was running low on remote piloted drone bombers. Mm. I think Costco's running a sale. I don't know, though, if it comes with or without the moral guilt of buying your dreams for five cents on the dollar. That I have to look into. Yeah. So, Cliff. Let Anything that know. likens you to a vulture doesn't sit super well with me. I don't know if that's just I, he me. Did, <laughs> he did say pick through as if it was a carcass. Yeah, like exactly. That's he, what I'm not vibing with right now. No, you don't. Okay. We'll try this one. This is the last one. This okay. is from the Wolf Report on Seeking Alpha. Mm. Quote, war is never pleasant. But we as investors need to protect our interests regardless of the situation. This is my favorite part. <laughs> it's true. Mass loss of life and destruction isn't, quote, pleasant. No. I wish it smelled more like lavender hand soap, but it doesn't. War is more like baking soda toothpaste or an empty room someone recently farted in. It's vaguely unpleasant, right? Oh, that's, yeah. That's what war is. <laughs> Just... Or just tell your portfolio to man up, put on the Kevlar vest, and it'll all be fine. Wow. That's, that that's it. Is the most nonchalant way of talking about war that I've ever heard. And thank you, Wolf Report on Seeking Alpha, for giving that to me. <laughs> I had no idea that I, it was it, such a not big deal. I'm pretty sure that we've laid all your fears about war. So, yeah. what else is there? All right. Moving on, um, here's my headline Aww. that is way more uplifting than Matt, so you're welcome. Here it is.
American women players settle suit versus U.S. soccer for $24 million. So, after six goddamn years, the U.S. Soccer Federation has finally decided that four-time World Cup champions and four-time Olympic gold medalists deserve to be paid as much as their zero-time World Cup champion and zero-time Olympic gold medalist male counterparts. Thank you, U.S. Soccer Federation. The USSF has committed to pay teams equally and will dole out equal bonuses. That feels like a pretty good outcome to me until we break down the money involved in the settlement. Oh, see, you had to ruin everything. Yeah, I'm you sorry. That, I do want to emphasize that feels good to me. There's That portion of it feels unassailably good to me. I'll take that. But so the headline is already misleading in terms of the monetary numbers. The number is actually $22 million because $2 million is going to establish a fund that will assist retired players in their second careers and philanthropy geared towards growing soccer as a sport for American women. So it's only $22. The $22 million is also only a third of what they were seeking in damages. It was supposed to be $66 million. They mm. cut it down to a third. And I understand having to compromise to make progress, but 22 million versus 66 million feels like an insult, a goddamn insult. And the 22 million will be split between several players, whatever that means. I truly, truly could not find any breakdown of where this $22 million is going. But let's say that the money is going to all 22 members of the national team. If you include legal fees and the fact that the bigger stars will probably reap most of the financial reward, it doesn't seem to add up as much as for compensation for a lifetime of unequal pay. In 2019, the men made as much as $13,000 a game, while the women could make only as much as $5,000. It is not even half. They do not make even half of what the shitty men's team makes. And that's the thing that gets me. The men's team is actively hey. shitty. They do not win anything, which Look, I need to get over, but pisses me off. But they're trying. You oh, can't yeah, trying not really pay hard. someone because they're trying. I know. If it, I just, I think you should talk like that for the rest of the show. I'm not trying. Yeah, really like this. They're trying. <laughs> Are you having a nice time trying to play your little game of soccer that you're so so bad at? Oh, that Here's thirteen thousand dollars a game. News? So I'm happy about this overall, but the monetary component is just not cutting it for me. I'm disappointed. Oh, happy and disappointed. That is Emma lurking. I think that's the entire encapsulation of Emma lurking. Yeah. Happy and disappointed. That I'll take that. Finally, I'm going to wrap us out. I want to end today with a new segment I'm calling Business Leaders Take a Dump in the Toilet of Leadership. Yes. Yes. In today's segment, new CEO of Peloton, Barry McCarthy, sat down with the New York Times deal book to excrete some wisdom. Are you ready for his excretions? Deal book always gets me going somehow. Let's hear it. <laughs> That's, no one ever said that. <laughs> when asked how he got the job, Barry says, quote, it was a shotgun marriage. I was retired and just managing private investments and playing a lot of golf, but mm. I've been wanting to get back in the game. I was a passionate Peloton user, but I really didn't know much about the business. I reached out to TCV, which is one of Peloton's early investors, okay. and said, hey, coach, put me in. I can fix this. Oh. Wisdom alert number one. You, too, can admit you know nothing about a job <laughs> and still get it by calling some bros and saying, dude, I could do that, right, brah? It sounds like John that's Foley your, didn't know much alert. about it either. So it's just like 
one knowledgeless CEO after the other, it would appear. This is no, no, no. These are these are wisdom excretions. Sorry. So just sit tight. Sorry. And absorb the wisdom. Okay. When asked why he thought he could fix it, Barry says, quote, I know subscriptions. I know consumer-facing businesses. I know growth. I know founders. I certainly know business models. Wisdom alert number two. Listing all the things you know makes you sound credible, even if you admitted literally two sentences earlier Mm -hmm. that you didn't know anything about the business model. Here's an example. If you ask me why I'm qualified to be the CEO of General Motors, I would say, I know business words. I know (laughs) what money looks like. I know how to drive, and I know someone who owns a GM car. I know what it's like to feed a cat. This is an incredible business. I can take it to the next level. It's that easy. I think I, I actually expect to get a job from Yeah, I was that about to say, there. I can sense my career opportunities expanding. I feel like I can do so much. Just list everything you know. <laughs> That's, this is, these are wisdom excretions. This is going to take you far. Okay. okay. When asked whether Peloton was about hardware or software, Barry says, quote, the magic doesn't happen in the sheet metal. If it's just Nordic track, you're not winning. The magic happens on the screen. Wisdom alert number three, whenever you can, make fun of Nordic Track, a company that remains barely relevant since 1993. That's a good one. That is a good one. I agree with that. I will happily make fun of Nordic Track, I guess. Everybody should just drop Nordic Track casually into <laughs> like a conversation as something that sucks and why you're good at something. That <laughs> should just happen. Agreed. When asked... If he worries about fixing corporate culture, Barry says, do I worry about being charismatic enough to lead a culture, the kind of company that has been built around a very charismatic leader? No. Wisdom alert number four, always re-ask the question in the way you want to answer it. Instead of answering a question about employees who hate working there and were let go en masse and Mm -hmm. given a free subscription to your stupid bike software, Mm -hmm. Ask the question you want to answer, like, do I worry I'm not awesome sauce? No, I don't worry about that. And why would you? See? It's that simple, really. Everyone's listening to you now. (laughs) Finally, in business leaders taking a dump in the leadership toilet. No, what did I call it? Something like that. Yeah. When asked. (laughs) If he feels like he has carte blanche to do what he wants because the company is still run by a dual-class dictator, Barry says, quote, We're a sports team, and we're trying to win the Super Bowl. And so we're going to put the best players on the field we can. And if you go down the field and we throw you the ball and you drop it a bunch of times, we're going to cut you. Because everybody else who's trying hard to win the game deserves to have the best players on the field. And if you're a good player, you're going to love being on this team. Wisdom alert number five. Our final wisdom alert from Barry McCarthy, current CEO of Peloton. If you're not going to answer a question at all, try using a sports metaphor and make sure it doesn't quite fit the situation. No, it doesn't. Use it in unintuitive ways. For instance, do I think ESG matters? Answer, ESG is like cricket. The wicket is always the wicket, but if it's played by a team, it doesn't matter how many innings you go if you lose, right? There you go. You're confused enough to think that I knew something. 
I am. You deeply confused me just then. You did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> that ends on my new segment. Business leaders take a dump in the toilet of leadership. Do you have anything else or can we get out of here? You have a train um, to catch. All I know is that um, I think I could lead any company now. That's how I feel. Just wait until later on this week when I we do another segment of this and we get some more wisdom alerts that are excreted from the brains of leaders. Yeah. This I feel like, I don't know why we hadn't thought of this before, but if, uh, we're basically teaching everyone how to be a CEO. Why, why yeah. have we not done this? Yeah, I just... We should set up a CEO class. I think I just always assumed that there was... Um, some level of comprehensive leadership ability and it turns out not to necessarily be true so again i feel like my career options are expanding if i want to be the ceo of an indoor at home biking company it sounds like i can with my current level of knowledge and experience <laughs> you actually can i know business words i know the business news I know what business words take to be businessy. That was Biz Nuggets. That was Emma Lurking. I know Emma Lurking. I know Matt Muscardi. That is why this is the most successful podcast slash live show you've ever heard. We'll be back at you tomorrow, the two of us, to bring you some more Biz Nuggets. Goodbye.